Hello and welcome to the 17th edition of the Two Blacks Two Nerdy Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm your host, Chris. And um, today, uh, it's been a little while. It's been like a month and a half or so. Um, we're kind of going to run through a lot of um, TV news and updates um, since we've been gone, since, you know, the new season has started, since new seasons have started, since um, quite a bit has come out since we last recorded. So, you want to run through the Arrowverse? but Supergirl because it's the only thing I haven't watched. All right, so um, we'll, we'll start with we'll start with a good uh, Black Lightning. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I thought they've touched on some interesting things with the new principal coming in and that whole thing. It just shows how eager the school board was at trying to get him out um, and get those uh, security installations in. Yeah, I, I did not think they were going to drop the N-word on TW Shell in the first episode. I was like, they must, they must have had to have asked to have get to get that. Yeah, and it, and it wasn't, you know, it was an A, because I'm pretty sure they've said that before. No, it was, it was with the E. It was a hard R. I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was, um, that definitely caught me off guard. I did not think they were going to kill off Cyanide, Cyanide in the first episode. Yeah, I thought she was going to come back to life, you know, like I thought, you know, since she was sort of like an enhanced human. I thought she was actually legitimately a robot or something. So I thought she was going to come back, but she's dead. And is What's-Her-Face dead, too? Uh, we don't know. She, she Last episode, she showed up, uh, Kara, she showed up at, a uh, Gamby's, uh, Gamby, no, was it Gamby's place? She showed up at some place and, like, fell out, yeah. I mean, she did get shot. She did. Stomach. With a harpoon. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's TV. Yeah. Yeah, also, but how did they find Tobias? I don't know. I feel like he wanted to be found, and this is like a part of a scheme. Cause I'm right. like, he the cops caught him already. Like it just it seems it seems way too fishy to me. Right, but the other thing is like, you know, besides you know the tips from Black Lightning that he's alive, they don't know he's alive. Right? No. Underground. Yeah, they, they, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. I mean, he, this is DC's version of Kingpin. So, whatever. Yeah, I'm trying to think, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. Yeah, I mean, Black Lightning, Black Lightning has been pretty consistent. I don't think anything crazy has happened, but the, it actually, it, it hasn't dipped, though. It feels, it still feels like season one to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a fluid con- continuation of the next story. Which is, you know, which is, is better than a lot of the, uh, a lot of the other shows. Right. Uh, you want to... What do you think about, uh, Jennifer and how they're doing her powers? Um, well, obviously, they can't have her powers go crazy like in the comics. Because in the comics, isn't she isn't she straight up, like, human lightning lightning all the time? Uh, not all the time, but, pro- but in b- more bursts than what she's had on the show. Yeah. 
She's supposed to get a costume this season, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're actually going to have her, you know, be able to control her powers because she's never able to in the comics. She just sort of disappears before she can. And then Anissa is just being hard-headed. Dude, dude, Anissa's, Anissa's got game. She's got more game than I do. Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. I mean, that's obviously going to backfire. I bet. Okay, I bet you right now. I guarantee. I think Anissa is probably going to get in over her head. She'll probably she's she's either going to get beat up or captured, and she's going to have to get saved. Cause I I think cause they're they're writing it in a way where like oh Anissa you know what you're doing is really dangerous like it has to backfire or someone has to get hurt because of her. Yeah. I- So yeah. that's where all the money is going. Yeah. That the, the drug dealers, the gangsters, whoever are going to figure out that the money is going to the church and probably the pastor will die. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, um, yeah, that, that pastor, he is, he's a character. Yeah, and they keep showing him in regards to her. They keep interacting. So he's got to die. That's my thoughts. Yeah. You know that that actor? I, I'm pretty sure I, I think he played Martin Luther King in a TV movie once. Yeah, I think so too. I remember his face. Yeah. You... Um. So going from great or the really good to good, I think both. I I, I think the Flash is really good. Yeah, Flash has been no Flash has been great. I uh I love Nora. Nora's the best. I feel like. Nora is almost what Wally should have been as far as the sidekick relationship with Barry. You know, she she can't do all the things that he can. She's kind of learning every episode, you know. And I I mean, I've liked pretty much everything they've done with Nora so far. Um, the villains have been pretty, pretty standard. Um, Cicada was, Cicada was cool. Yeah, so I'm sort of, so in in the com- do you know about com- the comic version of Cicada? Uh, isn't he like a cult leader? He is, but he is so he is a cult leader, but he's able to like siphon life from other people, and he is doing that so he can bring his wife back. At least in this one, it looks like he's trying to bring his daughter back, but I have no idea how that relates to metahuman since he's not really like we haven't seen her like seen him like give her their life energy or anything like that Mm -hmm. um you know there was that rumor that he was uh um barry's son you know after he reacted to Nora saying dad which i'm just like that doesn't make all that much sense because he would know his dad is a flash yeah i yeah i don't think he's i don't think he's related to barry no i think it was just the dad part of it yeah I think Jesse L. Martin has an injury because people have people have noticed on uh, Reddit that he hasn't walked since last season. Like every any scene he's in, he's sitting somewhere. So people think that he might have gotten hurt, and he's um. So they're kind of you know they're trying to hide it. Interesting. 
Cause they've done it. They cause they do that kind of stuff. Like sometimes like an actress will get pregnant or something like that. No, they'll, they'll find ways to hide the bump. So I'm, you know, it happens from time to time. All right. What do you think about the new Wells? Uh, Sherlock Wells. Mm-hmm. Um, he's fine. He's not my favorite Wells. He brought up a very good point about Nora. Why did you decide then that it was the time? Well, yeah, I mean, Nora's clearly hiding more about why she went back. You know, I, I, I think it's implied that she didn't go back just because she did. Someone may have sent her back to make changes. So I don't know who could have done it, if it was Iris or somebody else who who wanted her to go back. Some people think it was Eobard or a villain that's make, that made her do it. So, I'm you know, who knows? He's, al- he's alive still. But how? I don't know. Time travel. You Time, know, yeah. It, well, it's that. like, they like killed him, killed him in Legends, and then he showed up in last year's crossover, and it's just like, okay. Yeah, and then is the Black Flash dead after season three of the Flash? I don't know. Yeah, Caitlyn like froze him, and I'm like, is he dead dead, or like just stopped? I didn't even know right. Caitlyn... Let's not go back to seasons uh, three and four moving forward. Yeah. I'm like, how do you even... How did Caitlyn kill the Black Flash? Well, I get it. You know, she's made, able to make him really cold and all that. That I can get it because that can stop him from moving. I get that. But... But he's not really a person as much as he is an entity. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a, he's like a force, kind of. A speed force. Oh, there you go. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess, uh, well, speaking of Killer Frost, yeah, her dad is, I guess, I guess it's Icicle, I'm assuming. Yeah, I th- that's what I thought, too. I thought he might have been Icicle. Um, that's interesting, though. Uh, and her mother clearly doesn't want her to reconnect with him, but she probably could have gone about it a better way. But then again, it's, it's the flash. Know how to communicate. That's what happens. Yeah, that's uh, miscommunicate on on Flash and Arrow and Supergirl probably like miscommunication is like the greatest villain on all of those shows. Or people people holding secrets and not telling someone. I saw someone someone did a cut of Flash on every every episode they've always done. Can I talk to you for a second? And they go talk in the hallway in Star Labs. Like it's it's it, they do that a lot. It's kind of funny. I would. Uh... Felicity is the greatest villain in the Arrowverse, but that's just me. She did Nuka City. Mm-hmm. So, um, you got anything yeah, else about... Whatever happened to Ragman? Um, he lost his powers, and then he left. I thought he got his powers back. He didn't? Oh, no, okay. he lost them. He lost them. He used them to, uh, stop a bomb, and then his rags didn't work anymore. And then he's like, all right, guys, well, I gotta leave the team to figure some stuff out, because the actor got put on another show, and he never came back. But then they added, I mean, then they added Dinah right after, so. Which, eh. But do you want to get an arrow? Now let's go to something better than Arrow Legends. Oh, yeah, we can go to Legends. Uh, They're yeah. fun. 
Legends is just, is, I mean, it's wackier and crazier than it was before. Now they're doing magic. Um, John Constantine is going to be a member of the team. So that's really fun because he's a character that can, he, he just adds an interesting dynamic to the show, especially now that we don't have Rip anymore. You got to have someone English. Yeah, I like Matt Ryan and how he's played Constantine, so. This is, uh, I'm glad that they brought him on it. The magic part should be interesting, especially with, like, Ray as a scientist. Um, that should be interesting. And who knows which one of the demons that's after Constantine is coming for him this year. Yeah, and, um, Ava is a regular, and Gary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gary's yeah, a... I don't, I don't really like Gary. I I think the thing about with Gary is that like I think they're going I think they're overdoing it because he was popular last season and I'm just yeah, like he's, just he's, go ahead he's 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 good in small doses but yeah. one thing the CW likes to do is that if the audience get, if they get a reaction out of something like oh this is funny they'll literally run it into the ground Felicity remember uh, remember the therapist in uh, Flash season four. Dr. Finkel? Yeah. I thought they didn't use her as much as they they would have in, in running it into the ground. I thought she was good for what she was. Who wants to bet they bring her back and it'll be Barry, Iris, and Nora? And they'll mention, like, oh, this is our daughter. And Dr. Finkel will be like, what? Like, how? You know, they'll probably do something like that, I'm assuming. That'll be, that would actually be hilarious. At that point, it's like, just make her a therapist for the superheroes. Yeah, um, so I'm trying to think of anything else about Flash. Um, do you have any, not Flash, I mean about uh, Legends. Um, it was, yeah, I like the I like the evil, uh, my, some good My Little Pony jokes, some good uh, hippie jokes, those are all fine. Um, we met Nate's father. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we have finally got to, uh, Oh, when the unicorn, unicorn kills a woman. That, that was pretty, that was pretty good. Yeah. I'm trying to, God, it's been a minute. I'm trying to think of. I mean, Legends only had one episode, though. Yeah, Legends only had one episode, that's why. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the season. Just keep it light, keep it fun. You know, throw some wrenches, some DC Easter eggs, and we'll be all good. Right. Which makes me think, because they did just talk about a swamp thing, which makes me think... Is Swamp Thing gonna come? Because he's getting a TV show in DC Universe, isn't he? Yeah, he's getting a DC Universe show. So, eh, maybe not. Um, you wanna you wanna talk about Arrow? Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, I like everything with Oliver in prison. Um, mostly human drama. I don't care. The future with William and Roy is intriguing. I don't really know where they're going to go with it. And, like, this isn't Flash, so this isn't, like, a possible future. Like, this is, like, the future. Right. And it's like, so they never talked to William after this? Like, so that means, like, nothing gets better? Like, it's weird. Yeah, it doesn't make any, uh, any sense. Um, because how far in the future did they say it was? 
or have they? Um, it's gotta be at least what 10, 15 years. Yeah, because Roy looks old. Roy is old. Roy is gray. Maybe twenty. Yeah, it might be more. But then at the same time, that makes William like thirty. William's a full adult. Like that is at that that actor is a full of grown adult. Yeah, that's why I was thinking maybe like ten or fifteen years, but that shouldn't make Roy. I mean, granted, living on we and you for that long might make you all great. You never know. But I don't know. I I was watching the first episode, and when Felicity was like, "I'm gonna send William away so be, I can fight," I'm just like, "You you don't fight. That's not what you do." Yeah, I I had just well, they just wanted to get William young William off the show clearly. They clearly want to get rid of him off the show. Um, she's supposed to be working with the... Felicity's supposed to go to go work with the FBI woman to fight Diaz. You know, I mean... Did you, did you see the episode of the Longbow Hunters? Uh, no, I'm a week. A week behind. Let me know what you think. They're definitely not what I expected. I'll put it that way. I'm just sort of surprised that this villain is the villain. They're just like, oh, yeah, we'll keep him around for more than a year. Like, not Prometheus. Not Prometheus. Not dude, Adrian Chase, man. Dude, I miss that character. Hello, uh, Oliver. More than uh, discount Dark Scarface. Yeah, that, yeah, he, yeah, Diaz pretty much is. Well, let's just say Diaz is like, all right, he's a gangster, you know. But we've seen Green Arrow beat people like that before, so it's like, what is with this guy that makes him so special? Right. And what I don't get is, like, I can understand him being tough, go to toe to toe with Adrian Chase. I get that. I get having, you know, going toe to toe with Damian Dark because he was trained by the league and everything, and so was deep. Uh, so was um. Prometheus for the most part. He's trained, but yeah, he's trained by Talia. Yeah, right. You fought and beat Raz Al Ghul. Fine. Merlin trained by the League. Slade Wilson trained by SIS and was on Mirakuru. Got it. And now you have a gangster that just like boxes essentially. No, like that doesn't make any sense. I don't get that. I don't get how that's a challenge. But you know, whatever. I don't get paid for this. Yeah, I yeah. Um Yeah, uh, I've you seen want to talk uh, about Elseworlds. Oh yeah, so the crossover. Yeah, so they revealed a screen of the crossover and um it looks like uh Barry and Oliver are switching places or something of that nature. We see Barry in the Green Arrow suit. Which actually doesn't look that bad in the Green Arrow suit. And then Oliver oh, in the flat Oliver in the flash suit is just like, "What?" That is hilarious. It is kind of what funny. Did, when you sent that to me, what did I say? Uh, what did I send you? Like, LOL, no. Yeah. Um, but then I've seen pictures of them in their proper costumes. Um, Superman in the black suit. It's not a bad-looking black suit. No, Superman's in the black suit. And uh, John Wesley Shipp is playing... Um, a Flash. A Flash. Now, he's not playing Jay Garrick. He's playing uh, the Flash from the old TV show. Same suit with the uh, fake abs and everything. Yep. So um, I, I'm curious. I, I I'm intrigued. It's only three nights instead of four, but I think after Crisis on Earth X, you really can't. 
you really can't put do better than that than on TV. Yeah, I think though they're doing a better job of actually saying because you remember the first year with all four shows they were saying like it was a Fortnite crossover, but it really wasn't. Yeah, it was just cameos on Supergirl. Um, I mean, I think you could have told a, a story across three night or four nights, but I think the issue is how disconnect. Wait, so Supergirl comes on Sundays, and what is Arrow on Monday? Yes. Okay, so then yeah, you could have done it across four nights, but I think with Sunday night football or Monday night football, you may not have wanted to. Yeah. Lose a lot of viewers that way, so maybe that played a. Factor. And it's it's harder to write around the legends too, because the legends have gotten so ridiculous, and like they've got time travel stuff and the wave rider and whatnot. You they know, we just have to show up. Yeah, because uh, even last year's crossover, like we didn't get all the legends until the last episode. Right. Oh, speaking of uh, the legends and everything, Wally. Yeah, Wally's uh Wally's done pretty much. Yeah, and he's on the he was on the Flash in the first episode saying like, yeah, we can have soft time tra- time travel changes, but not hard ones. So a little bit here and there is okay. I that, just checked with the legends. That actually, I mean that that is a rule they have on legends, you know. Yeah. That like you can change certain things, but not other things. I do find it great from season one of Legends though. Um, how they said, like, you cannot go to the uh, birth, life, or resurrection of Christ. You could have nothing to do with that. That's because they don't want to go there. That's why. Well, it was that, and when the writers were interviewed about it, they're just like, yeah, it's hard to turn Vancouver into, you know, 33 AD Jerusalem. That'd be a little difficult. Yeah, they're. I think they're going to stay away from religion. You know, it's probably, you. It, it, you things could get messy. You know, like, you can't, like, oh, look, Jesus is here. You know what I mean? And especially, like, Legends being such a comedy show, like, they gotta be careful. Yeah. So, um, quick thing with Supergirl, uh, you're not missing much. It's, it, it, it's kind of the same old, same old. They, uh, replaced Wynn with, uh, Brainiac, but I don't like this version of Brainiac at all. What happened to Wynn? Uh, he went to the future. They, uh, him and, uh, Brainiac, they, uh, switched places. Because Brainiac was with the Legion, and he came last season, and after they beat Rain and changed the future, um, for some reason, uh, Brainiac can't go back. So, and, so, when decided to go in his place to go help, which I'm like, okay, how is he, if he's a genius in our time, how is he gonna help with anything in the future? But, whatever. Probably, um, yeah, and that's, nothing else interesting really is going on. They have a, they have a, they have a new, uh, transgender character. That's kind of one of the big things they're, uh, they're pushing, which is fine. Yeah. She hasn't done, she hasn't done anything, like, good or bad. Just, you know, just there. And, um, I don't think, yeah, nothing. Although the villain is, uh, Mercy Graves. 
Lily, Lex Luthor's bodyguard. She's one of the driver. villains. If she's working with someone, I, there's some villain I haven't heard of them. They're uh, the villain's called Agent Liberty. Oh yeah, that's who Sam Witwer is being. Yeah, there is Mercy Graves and Agent Liberty, and I know um the one episode I'm kind of interested in doing. They're doing um Manchester Black. You ever watch the Superman versus the Elite? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing Manchester Black. So. I mean, Agent Liberty, though, is. I mean, I guess that's sort of an interesting character because he he's a hero, but in this version, I guess he's going to be a villain. He's a villain. Yeah, they're they're. They're using, like, the whole aliens thing as a, um, like, as an immigration and racism metaphor. But you can't just keep beating that into the ground. You've that's that, what, like, that's what, the, it's, well, it's Supergirl, and that's what they're doing. They're, they, they are beating the analogy into the ground, and now there's, like, there's pretty much, like, hate crimes against aliens and all this stuff happening, and that's, like, an Agent, Agent Liberty is, like, an alien hater, pretty much. And they're clearly, like, they're, they're clearly, you know, putting their stake in, like, the immigration debate and that kind of stuff, which is fine, but Supergirl doesn't know how to be subtle at all, and it's one of those things where, like, the people who watch the show probably already understand the message, and the people maybe you're trying to convince with an analogy like that aren't going to watch Supergirl anyway, so... Yeah, um, you want to move on to, uh... One of uh, the best seasons of a superhero show that I've seen in a long time. Daredevil. Daredevil season three. Man, I felt like this season was the a true sequel to season one. Yep. Season two, I feel like, had a lot of padding and defenders prep. But season three was just straight up Daredevil. I mean, if, you, if you've liked any of the Netflix shows, I don't know how you can not like Daredevil season three. I mean, there were some amazing action scenes. Um, good development for Matt. Good development for Fisk. Um, we got our version of Bullseye, which I thought was a, a very interesting take, different than the traditional take. But I, I did like what they did with him, and I did like his fights with uh, Matt. I thought all of that was really cool. Yeah, that first fight scene, though. Oh my gosh, that was something else. That was amazingly done. Uh, the first strike team between Bullseye and Daredevil. And I think they really captured the essence of Bullseye being a psychopath. Um, even though Wilson Fisk should have known better than to try to manipulate a crazy person. Because, you know, spoiler alert, he's a crazy person. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we can go to spoilers. This will be up, like, next week. No, I mean, Bullseye, I mean, he's crazy. He, I mean, they pretty much make him... I guess his thing is that he's a he's like a sociopath. Like he doesn't he doesn't feel he doesn't feel empathy for other human beings. Right. You know, and Besides whoever is his north star. Pretty much, and uh, he's working for is FBI, right? Yeah. He's working for the FBI, and he was in charge of like. Fist pretty much he's able to get himself out of prison and into like um. Into, like, a house arrest type situation. Mm-hmm. And, um, pretty much he, he's able to manipulate a good portion, if not all, of the FBI to really work for him. Right. 
And it was really interesting seeing seeing his plan, like, unfold throughout the season. And it actually was, like, kind of smart. Like, pay a guy to stab you so that, you know, they'll move you someplace else. Right. You know, and then slowly start, you know, manipulating a lot of different agents. I thought that was really cool. Um, I really do. I, I like the final fight, the three-way fight at the end. Mm-hmm. That was brutal. Brutal, like the end of season one's fight. Yeah, it was very brutal. Um, I like Matt's speech to Fisk, you know, like, 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 and, and Daredevil season three ended in a way where, like, if this was the end of the show, you could have ended the show right there. I mean, they're the bullseye teaser at the end, but that's kind of like, you know, we've seen him in action. He, you know, we didn't see him in like his traditional like comic book suit, but we saw him in action, like, because you know, and we'll get into this in a minute, but like. Netflix might be getting ready to axe all the Defender shows, so, like, if if it ended here, which is not, we've still got Jessica Jones and Punisher, like, I wouldn't be that upset, at least with Daredevil, because I feel like this season definitely uh, ended the book, you know, kind of from season one. Matt makes up with uh, Foggy and Karen at the end. We find out who Matt's mom is, you know. They, they really kind of wrap up a lot of those mysteries that they had originally set, you know, kind of the beginning when this uh, universe started. Right. I like the black and red one. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I like that one better. Yeah, that that what that is one thing that disappointed me is that he had like the garbage suit. I wish like the final fight he had a new suit on, but you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, but I think that that's how you adapt a comic book storyline into a season. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I can't I can you think of any flaws of season 3 really? Karen, dude, how'd you like, uh, we finally got her origin story. Oh, I skipped the, that 38 minutes of her origin story and went straight to when it ended. Oh, you skipped her, uh, oh, you skipped the story. I'm trying to remember. Yep. And I do not feel bad about it at all. She killed her brother. In a car, she was, uh, in, in a car accident, she was driving and... She was, it's complicated, pretty much she was driving under the influence and the car flipped over and her brother died. And then her dad was like, screw you, you can never come home. And that's why she moves to uh, New York. Well, at least she wasn't a prostitute. Yeah, no, I mean, they they, they, they adapted that a little bit, but no, they, they didn't make her a prostitute. She does give uh, away Matt's identity, but Fisk pretty much knew it already anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything about, um, anything about... I guess maybe a couple of the episodes in the middle were kind of, like, draggy, but I'm not gonna fault that. That happens. That's, yeah, that's Marvel Netflix. I'm I'm used to it by now. You get to, like, usually, like, episode, like, six or seven is shocking, and then the lull is, like, episodes, like, eight through ten, and then it'll pick up towards, like, the final two or three episodes. I, dude, I have no idea. We'll, we'll, we'll never know what, we'll, we'll never know. Because, honestly, like, he could have threatened everybody there and Luke Cage would 
just been like, yeah, okay, and walked up and got out. Yeah, because he, Lucas, he's not even with Claire anymore, so he doesn't really have. And then, you know, like, uh, Bullseye would have thrown the uh, Billy Club at him and would have hit him and would have been like, what? And, and he, like, that's literally, you could have had him on there for like two minutes and just got up and walked out and everything. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's ridiculous how it's like, oh, you want to call another defender? Nah, we're good. I mean, I, I understand why they didn't from, like, a perspective of they really wanted to hone in on, like, Matt. And, like, there's also the argument that, like, the more shows they made, that the qualities kind of decreased over time. And I could see I could, and I could see being a showrunner be like, let me just do Daredevil stuff. Well, okay, I didn't watch Iron Fist Season 2, but wasn't he supposed to be, like, defending Hell's Kitchen while Matt was gone? Kind of, he kind of does, but then he just has this whole thing with, like, Davos and, like, him and Colleen, like, fight some of the triads, and at the end of the, at the end of Iron Fist Season 2, Danny leaves to go to, like, Japan. No, he goes to China. So that's why he's not there. So Danny's out of the country, Colleen is there, she has Iron Fist powers, but whatever. We'll never know, we'll never know what happens with that. Do you want to get into the uh, cancellations? Uh, one last thing. I love, and this was to your point about the defenders. I love how Maggie was like, "Why don't you call some of those other people that help you?" He's like, "This is not their fight." Like, it's 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 kind of at least you know Luke Cage's fight. Eh, yeah. You know he's trying to be a crime boss, and you know Kingpin's the kingpin of crime. So you know at some point. Yeah, I wonder if Kingpin, like, if he if he had remained in power, I wonder if he would have tried to do anything to Luke Cage. Yeah, would he have ventured into Harlem? Well, we'll never know. At least for because now. Because everything got... Well, yeah, so, uh, um, a few weeks ago, Iron Fist, Iron Fist was canceled, which Good. most people were pretty, most people were pretty much happy about it. I mean, Iron Fist Season 2 was better than Season 1, but the problem is that, you know, they had just left a bad, such a bad taste in people's mouths, and the PR around that show was bad, and the show wasn't that good. It was just a matter of time before it got canceled. You know, the only disappointing thing is that I would have liked to have seen Colleen with Iron Fist powers and, like, a Daughters of the Dragon thing with uh, Misty Knight. And then, a week later, they announced that, um... Luke Cage has been canceled as well, so... A lot less good. Which is a lot less good. Um, I know people... People were pretty... Th- this one kind of hurt. You know, Luke Cage was not a perfect show, but I th- definitely do think, especially when it first came out, it was a show that meant, th- meant something to a lot of people. And season two, I thought was fine. You know, it wasn't my favorite season of television ever, but I don't, I don't think it was really cancel-worthy, you know? So I, I was very disappointed with that. Um, I'm trying to think. I will only be disappointed if it does not come back on Disney streaming services within a year. Like an announcement is not made within a year of that service starting. If that doesn't happen, then yeah, I'll be a bit more disappointed because I still think this is a postponement, not a cancellation. Now I will whole, whole, wholeheartedly hope that Iron Fist is a cancellation and they just do well, or they're both cancellations, and you do Heroes for Hire. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I, they really, yeah. Because it is disappointing that, like, 
We were so close to doing Heroes for Hire or, you know, Daughters of the Dragon. Though, you get a little Daughters of the Dragon in Iron Fist Season 2. Like, you do get a lot of, like, Misty and Colleen hanging out. But, I mean, that I think there's definitely a potential and interest there for that to be a show. And if they're kind of wrapping up their contract with Netflix, they definitely should put something on their streaming service. Because you, people, people definitely did um, like Luke Cage, you know. I know Mike Coulter has gotten himself into trouble over the past few months. Yeah, but that, uh, the um, Aretha Franklin funeral. Yeah, I, yeah, he he tweeted something really dumb, and then pretty much there was an avalanche thrown at him. And yeah, he should have said that. I'm not going to defend it. He should have said that. You know, dude, you're a celebrity. You got to be more responsible. With your tweets sometimes. I saw a tweet. It said that, hey, when I get rich, don't judge me for my broke tweets. You know. Like, yeah. you have a platform and followers, and you, you just have to be conscientious of how people are going to receive the things you say. Where you at, Brother Nature? Yeah. Woo! That was, yeah. And also, uh, kids, um, sometimes you might want to go back and look at some of your old tweets and, you know, you know, anything between, you know, anything before a certain, you know, a certain time, just, just check. You know, you can actually search uh, certain keywords through your tweets, you know. Search, you know, you might want to search some slurs just in case uh, nothing comes up. Because if you ever get famous, they will find them. Mm-hmm. Or if you ever piss off someone enough, they'll find them. Yeah. They don't ask uh, James Gunn. So, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so, I mean, these cancellations are a bummer. I'm curious to see... What they're going to do with the whole Defenders franchise moving forward. They're clearly not doing another season of Defenders. We've got another Jessica Jones and Punisher. You know. I'm surprised. And honestly, I'm surprised Jessica Jones got a season three and Luke Cage didn't. But that's another. Whatever. Because Jessica Jones season two had some issues, in my opinion. Uh, I still didn't watch it. I read about it. I still didn't watch it. It was weird. I just feel like you couldn't Yeah, yeah. No, the problem was that David Tennant's Kilgrave was so good, and he was a very good villain for Jessica to have because Jessica's already a superhero that kind of does some shady things, you know. And for that, her a hero like her needs a villain that's like twenty times worse, you know. And season two did not have that. Um, Punisher, I saw season one. It was fine. Um, Punisher having season two was fine. You know, I'll watch it. But after that, I have no idea what they're going to do. I still haven't finished Punisher season one. It lost me. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of government conspiracy type stuff. Yeah, I don't like my Punisher with government conspiracy. I like my Punisher full of bullets. Do you want to talk about, uh, Titans? Speaking of violence. Yeah. I, alright, so, Titans, um, there's been three episodes so far, we've met Robin, Raven, Starfire, uh, we've seen Beast Boy for a second, and, uh, Hawk and Dove. Well, have you seen the episode from Friday? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, yeah, so we see Beast Boy for a little bit more, next episode is Doom Patrol. Um, yeah, so, uh, 
definitely diving deep into this Catholic faith stuff with the whole Raven's father being a devil type thing. Oh boy. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's I. I Titans is definitely. I mean, it. It is. People are calling it edgy. I don't think it's edgy as much as it's just a darker take. They straight up try to do some like horror movie stuff with Raven. Um, Starfire uh, doesn't have her memory, which actually is from the comics, right? Doesn't she lose her memory pretty often? Uh, I think in one of the one of, one of the interpretations, yeah. Or like New Fifty Two, I think she didn't have her memory. Yeah, I'm not so keen up on uh, New Fifty Two Starfire what the other incarnations of it um uh, lord please let that wig be gone soon she's going to get a different one starfire she gets a new suit i think in a, a different hairstyle at the end of the season her hair is straightened at least okay yeah but her that that wig is uh not great um i'm trying i yeah i Titans kind of reminds me of, uh, you never watched Runaways, did you? Nope. So, yeah, Runaways was pretty much, what they did with Runaways is that the entire show was, like, building up the characters and developing the characters before the end of the season where they actually run away. And I feel like with Titans, they're kind of doing the same thing, where we're not going to get, like, the full Titans team till like, the end of the season. Because they're definitely taking their time. Yeah, I mean... Well, at least they were all on screen together for like two seconds in this episode. Um, and then they'll probably be on screen again at some point next episode. Um, what do you think of the like Purge family out of the 1950s? Um, they kind, You know, they kind of remind me of... Um, you ever watch Codename Kids Next Door? Yeah. You know, the ev- you know the evil kids? The ones that were like preppy? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's, it's like, they're sort of supposed to be, like, an evil, like, nuclear family, I guess. You know, I, it's, it's I mean, it's a, it, I mean, they're definitely, they're definitely creepy. You know, I, hopefully we get some, like, vigilante-style villains. I everybody wants Deathstroke, which I don't know if they can do him. But I definitely do want them to have, like, super villains with powers at a certain at a, at a certain time, I know that they're kind of, they're definitely not trying to do the Arrowverse thing where they're super cartoony and like everyone has a costume and powers, but I'd like to see that in the future. Well, we know that Grayson has to lighten up at some point. He's just really, you know, butthurt right now, so. And we're going to meet uh, Jason Todd, I think, too. I think Jason Todd is a current Robin right now. Yeah, which is interesting. Um... They killed off Roarbach, which I thought was interesting. His uh, partner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I figured after that point, I was just like, because I, I remember her character when he first became Nightwing, she figured it out, and she's the reason why he, like, retired from the police force because, uh, you know, she figured out he was a vigilante and all that, but she didn't divulge his secret. And I was just like, oh, well, I guess you don't have to worry about people figuring out his identity that way. Yeah, um, he was in Detroit. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, God, what is his name? The writer, um, uh, also did, uh, God, why can't I think of his name right now? Um, and for those of you who don't know the listeners, we live in the Detroit area, so that's where we're yes. like, oh, hey, 
You're not, hey, hey, superheroes, not in New York. Like Marvel. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, you, like a 10 block radius of each other. Yeah, and it's like, oh, they never see each other. It's like, dude, you ever think there are superheroes in, like, Montana? <laughs> Does Maine have anybody? Jeff Johns, that's who it is. Seattle? Jeff Johns is from Detroit. Oh, he, so maybe that's him then. Yeah, that's why, um, in, in Krypton, um, uh, what's his name? Adam Strange is from Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I haven't, I've got, I didn't finish Krypton season one. I got like halfway through. Oh, you need to finish it, man. Yeah, I know they have, um, I know Zod is, uh, Walter from Arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, hey, start your uh, fan theories right there. <laughs> um. Yeah, here we go, Kryptonite's into Earth. I'm trying to think of any, I'm trying to think of anything else about anything crazy with Titans. I, I liked Hawk and Dove. Yeah, that was fine. Dove's See, still alive. Yeah, seeing, so just seeing, like, how they lived, how they interacted was cool. But I knew something was going to happen when she was like, oh, yeah, we're going to retire soon. It's like, oh, I'm one day from retirement. I'm like, someone's going to get hurt. Yep. You know. Um... Yeah, I, I, Titans, I'll have to see more of it to see if it's good or not. It's definitely a different take. Like, they're clearly not, they're clearly not doing the, you know, cartoon Teen Titans, or even the comic Teen Titans. They're kind of, they're, they're really trying to make it, they're really trying to make a darker show, probably trying to compete with something like a Daredevil or something like that. I think they're doing the, uh, Titans, like, comic book run. That was generally darker. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where they're going for it. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's just, um, you know, it's just a different take on it, which, which is fine. Like, I don't hate anything that's in it right now. Beast voice transformation so far, so good. I was always worried about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so far, so good. And then aren't they doing a Doom Patrol TV show? Yeah, Doom Patrol is going to have its own show. But is that with these people or with different people? I think it's going to be a spinoff of Titans. Okay. Um, you been reading any comics lately? Uh, I read Wonder Woman Earth 1 Volume 2. And the Batman uh, comics where Nightwing got headshotted by KG Beast. And Batman broke his neck and left him in the rush. Do you mean Rick? Oh, yes. Rick now. Um <laughs> I yeah I'm I'm curious to see he's got to go back to being regular on Nightwing at a certain point. Yeah. Did you read uh, Heroes in Crisis? I read the first one. Did the second issue come no, out? No, just the first one. Okay, yeah. So this is interesting because mental health is a really big thing for me. So the fact that they're touching on it, um, I think is very interesting, and I really want to see what they do. Art is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Roy's dead. Spoilers. Yeah, I don't. I want to say that's not real. I don't know. Well, apparently, allegedly, Wally is still alive, even though we saw him. And I mean, if they killed off Wally, I'd be annoyed. Roy, I'm kind of like, I mean, okay. Yeah, it's the Wally part that makes me sort of skeptical because I'm like, yeah, who killed Wally? I mean, he's so he's part of the important future of everything. So, and then also, speaking of comics, uh, Doomsday Clock. 
what what's when is that all those events that lead up to that when is that going to start happening i don't know doomsday clock i really wish they had just waited so we wouldn't have so many long gaps in between shows yeah, because I mean, in between, in between issues, uh, we we did finally get Doctor Manhattan, mm-hmm. the last issue I read, and Batman knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah, I I because I, I think what happened with Doomsday Clock is I believe that the original plan is that they were going to tie in a bunch of other stories into it. Like remember the button, and there were like there was like stuff like the Superman comic with like um. Jor-El and that kind of thing. But I think at certain a certain point they just decided they wanted Doomsday Clock just to be its own self contained uh I guess you call it a mini series, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I the continuity's getting kinda weird and they're they're doing a big like Aquaman event right now too. See, it's it's slow just like Watchmen was when it came out. Like Watchmen wasn't really good until you read it all at once. Yeah. Because it, it's slow and methodical in how it's building, so maybe you know after everything comes out, you can read it all at once and just be like, "Oh, okay, now I can appreciate this more." I do kind of want to see. I do kind of want to see a Manhattan uh, clock Superman, or vice versa, or vice versa, maybe. Yeah, Superman's running towards me with a punch, and then I can't see further than Every I guarantee you, if Superman somehow KOs Doctor Manhattan. All the Superman stands are going to go to all the blog sites to be like, Superman beating Goku confirmed, Superman <laughs> beating uh, Thanos confirmed, Superman beating uh, Sai- confirmed. Saitama, him beating, beating uh, Saitama. Yeah. Anybody. You know, keep on bringing Saitama. I'm like, what about Arale? Arale is the guy, gag character too. Arale could probably beat Saitama. Probably. But uh, I'm trying to think. Um... Oh, well, speaking of, of anime and, ma- and manga, uh, have you read the Dragon Ball Super manga at all? Uh, yeah, I'm caught up with it. Yeah, so I think I like how, they, how they've uh, interpreted things so far, especially keeping Vegeta in the game longer. Yeah, pretty much. Actually working together. Pretty much no other, not, none of the villain, none of the uh, other fighters were important except for Kefla for a minute and uh, Jiren. Yeah. I liked how he straight up just ignored Topo and Dispo. Like, in the anime, Topo had this, like, god of destruction form and stuff. And this one, he's like, nope. I don't need you guys. Yeah. So, it's what? Like, Goku and... Ve- it's like Goku, Vegeta. Uh, 17 is uh, missing, which... I'm curious to see if he comes back in this like he did. Probably. He probably will like he did in the anime. Right. And uh, Frieza's around there somewhere. <laughs> Uh, You're good. Team Four Stars, episode sixty. Yeah. Yeah, how seventeen appears and he's just like, huh, huh. Never did get that boat. And I was just like, ah, that's a clever entrance to Dragon Ball Super. Um, so that's I've really enjoyed the Dragon Ball Super manga, Boruto manga. That's okay. I stopped watching the anime a long time ago. I have. I don't read the Boruto manga. I might. I'll, it's okay. It's okay. Okay, I'm not missing too much. Nah, because I have no idea at what point of the story it's at. Presumably, it is a lot further ahead 
than the anime, but so much is happening in the anime that I'm just like... Anime just feels like it's filler all the time. It is filler all the time. If if the manga is to to be believed, it is. (laughs) Yeah, I... Oh, speaking of anime... Since we recorded the last podcast, I went viral for a meme. Like, oh legitimately viral. Last I looked at it, it was a total of 200,000 uh, 200, retweets and favorites combined. Yeah, and uh, the video, 2.5 million views, I think. Yeah. So pretty much... So pretty much, if you haven't checked it out, which you're listening to this, you probably have, because I got a, we got a bunch of new followers and views after, after my last, uh, after that tweet went viral. So um, there's this Key and Peele sketch where uh, Peele's playing Obama, and he's at a press conference and he's shaking everybody's hand, and he's like super cool with any black person he interacts with, and pretty like he's not mean to the white people, but he's just kind of like whatever. He'll just give them like a basic handshake. And someone took that meme and they used it to rank the Marvel movies. So I saw it and I was like, oh, what if somebody did that with anime? And I had I had about an hour of time before, after work, before I was supposed to leave to go see the My Hero Academia movie. It was back when I made it. And um, uh, I made it and it, it, uh... It just popped off. So, um, yes. In summary to the meme, um, I use it to rank a bunch of different anime shows. Like, he'll be sweet. Like, the, like, Peel, like, he gives, uh, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super a big hug. And then he, um, disses GT. And then he's, um, when he get when he does the, uh, long hug with Key, that's kind of awkward because he's, like, unsure. Because I guess Key's, like, biracial or whatever. I had him, I had him as Naruto. And then the longer he hugs him, it turns to Naruto Shippuden. And then he leaves, and the next guy is a white guy. It's Boruto, and he just ignores him. So, yeah, um... I thought, please, I, I, I thought it was very well done. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the only thing is that there's a typo. Um, he, he likes uh, Fullmetal Alchemist, and I misspelled Alchemist, but whatever. <laughs> and I know this because someone ripped my meme and put it on Facebook, and the typo was in there. I was like, yeah, they stole it from me. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was really annoyed because I tried to share it to. I think I'm banned from sharing stuff on the Black Nerd page because I tried to share it to them because I put it on my personal like on my public Facebook page and they didn't want it and then someone else shared it later and like some of the stuff that makes it through like I don't know what's up with I don't know what's wrong with the moderator. So for those of you who don't know, we're Chris and I are both in like a Black Nerd Facebook group and the moderators I don't know what their problem is. They're very choosy with what they let on there. It depends on the moderator because you post it at one time and it'll get rejected by one moderator. You wait a couple hours to post it and another moderator will see it and let it in. And that's how you get so many repeat things and so many trash things because sometimes they just want to watch the original poster get ripped to shreds. Yeah. Which sometimes I will happily oblige them in. But other times... Just like, okay, how'd this get in here? We need some quality control here. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Yeah. 
So that was annoying. But uh, yeah, good meme. Check out my Twitter. Uh, that guy CD is pinned to the top. So uh, check it out if you haven't. Thought it was funny. I got like 300 new Twitter followers. So who knows? Maybe I'll actually have an audience now. Yeah. I have a bunch of like uh, anime avatars that follow me and just like weird random stuff. And I'm just like, okay, we can be friends. And they've uh, and they've stayed because I retweet a lot of political stuff. And through the through the few last few weeks, it's uh, stayed pretty consistent. So because I tried to scare off all the weaklings earlier, <laughs> to be honest. Because I I don't I don't want to be like a goofy meme guy for like months, and then I retweet something about you know the country, and they're like, dude, I follow you for memes. Don't get political. I was like, all right, yeah, I'm like I'm already here, so that's good. Um. Uh, did you have anything else, Chris? Nah, I think that's it. I should <laughs> Okay, um, I'm trying to think of anything. Are we touching all the shows? Comics a little bit. There's yeah. been a... Yeah. Um, I know there's been some uh, Blair drama with the uh, Geeks of Color. Alleged... So, Geeks of Color, if you don't know, they're an online, uh... They're, they're, they're uh, like a black nerd. They're not black specifically, but an online kind of like diversity-centered web geek and like nerd website. Um, allegedly, they're, they're, they've they got, gotten some heat lately because of a couple reasons. Allegedly, um, the guy who's in charge, um, you know, a Dorian? Dor- so there's a guy named Dorian Parks. He's got a pretty big Twitter account. He runs Geeks of Color. Allegedly, Geeks of Color let a bunch of writers go because um that because they they weren't because they had um they had di- different opinions about like Marvel movies, I guess. And Dorian, the guy in charge, he works for uh, you know Collider. Yeah. He works for Collider now, so there's like all these conspiracy theories that he like Dorian wants to kick like all these like DC people off Geeks of Color. Because, um, because your, your brother was retweeting stuff. Because, um, he's got Marvel connects now. So he can't say anything about bad about Marvel. So, that's the thing. And then, I guess they don't pay any of their writers. Which, I mean, a lot of online websites and publications just don't. Right. Period. And then, there's also been, like, sexual assault allegations. Not, not at Dorian, but at some, some writer or someone who's, like, one of the heads of Geeks of Color, and allegedly Dorian tried to cover it up. Something happened at, uh, I think it was at New York Comic Con. So there, there's been a lot of drama. People are leaving the website. So it's, it's really unfortunate, you know, when anything that's, like, minority-driven just crashes due to, like, poor mismanagement, you know, and people just not being held accountable. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, that that, that's, that that kind of stuff is always lame. So, I mean, I hope, you know, I, I just hope that we just have stuff that just doesn't just become a mess because of people just making dumb decisions, you know? Right. And I somehow missed all of that. I, I guess I was just under a rock. It, just text, uh, text Robert. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll fill you in. Cause yeah. he he was he was, your brother your brother was retweeting stuff about uh Marvel bias and I was like oh well there we go and for those for those of you who don't know Chris's brother is a bigger uh, DC fan than he is like I he he's he's the biggest DC fan I think that I know I, I don't know if I would. 
would say he's a bigger DC fan than me, but I think what he is, since he's a film director, he'll see cinematography-wise, DC is much better than Marvel. Mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot more more beautiful shots in the DC films than, and then so those are a lot of things like that he'll harp on and and, and the um, music he, that he'll really like hype up so I guess in that regard it's like yeah he'd be a bigger DC fan than me but I mean I, I am still a Batman I, I don't know if I'll go as far as say I'm a Batman stan stan a Batman fanboy yeah Man of Steel made me a Superman fanboy to be honest really yeah, Henry Cavill did a fantastic job. I still love him, Man of Steel. Oh, man. That is my hill that I will die on. Did we talk about Henry Cavill quitting, maybe? Nah, I don't think he quit. I, yeah, I don't really I, know what's up with that. DC doesn't know what it's doing. Sort of. Kind of does. Kind of doesn't. So were they, like, faking? Like, sitting out a false report that he's quitting to see if people get mad or not? I'd be like, okay, Henry, we'll keep you on. No, I think it was more of because they have no plans for a Superman movie in the next couple of years because they want to do Supergirl for some reason, even though you have a Supergirl TV show. Why are they doing this? Out of all the Superman-ish characters, you don't got to do Supergirl in a movie, if especially when she already has a show. Mm-hmm. Like, you could bring Supergirl into a Superman movie because she's already somewhere in your universe. It's like, dude, just do Brainiac and call it a day. Like, honestly, you could have had Supergirl in Justice League. Yeah, you could have. It's just like, dude, just give us a Brainiac movie. Like. That gives us Supergirl, too. Yeah, you could. Win-win. Yeah, you it's could have. If, if you did. Brainiac. You could do a Superman, Supergirl, Brainiac story. Justice League could cameo if you wanted them to. You know. Yeah. In my opinion. I mean, I guess they kind of did that with Injustice 2. Yeah, but in my opinion, that would be a good villain for them to do would be Brainiac. Because Brainiac hasn't really been... I mean, Injustice 2 is like the best interpretation we've had of Brainiac outside of the comics. And if you're not, you know, you just want to avoid all the dark side stuff. I can't think of a better villain to do... To do that's like movie worthy, you know? Right. Because I couldn't see... I couldn't see like Metallo or the Eradicator... Or like they, yeah, Lex is whatever. Or I'm trying to think of Superman villains that will be like movie worthy. Um, you could do Mongol. Mongol, really. Cyborg um, Superman, and Imperiax, but that wasn't really a Superman villain per se. Um, uh, let's see, who else could you really do? Honestly, you need a really a good, unless they did a, uh, you know, the end of the man, the Adventures of Superman, where you know he was brainwashed by Darkseid. That would be a good twist for a movie. Yeah. All right, Chris. Well, I think we've uh, I think we've covered most of the bases today. You got anything else before we sign off? Uh, nope. I think we good. Alrighty. Well, um, I'm Chris. I'm Chris, and make sure.
sure you go out and vote on November 6th. Oh, yeah. Elections coming up on uh, November 6th. Please uh, go out and vote. Our uh, democracy is in uh, peril, but that's um, it's a conversation for another day. We'll, we'll see it. We'll see how these midterms go. And, um, yeah. Um, let us know what you think about anything else. Um, you can always tweet me at that guy CD. You know, tweet me at whatever my Twitter name is. And, um, yeah. Until next time, uh, we'll see you all, see you all later. Peace. Peace.